Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and this is a, a special, very, a very special edition of Treks and Sci-Fi. And no, it's it's not an after-school special, but it's an after-discovery special, talking about the new Star Trek after 12 years, and then I can quit doing the podcast. Yes, finally. My Sunday, oh, Sunday will be wanted. free again. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Check. Check that box on my you brought bucket list. Star bu Trek back on. My bucket list. Single-handedly. Yeah. Yes, it was all but Please don't stop. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so as you can hear, there are some familiar familiar voices, and I can't speak tonight uh, on, on Skype with me. This is going to probably go out tomorrow, I think. I don't think I'm going to put it out today, so it'll be September... What day is it? September 26th tomorrow? Jeez, the yeah. month's over. September 26th, 2017 podcast, I think 652-ish. I'll just say ish. It's my favorite thing to do on anytime. I'm a, I'm a science guy, so it's like 35 degrees-ish that you want to cook that. Yeah, yeah. No. All right. Enough said. Uh, we're here to talk about Star Trek Discovery. Obviously, big spoiler warning. For those in the universe that have not seen the first two episodes of Star Trek Discovery, we're going to talk about those. If you and, listen to this podcast, you've you know, seen it already. Yeah, I mean, well, you've at least seen the first one probably because that was on broadcast television. How 1992. Can we talk about that first? We we will, I'm sure. We <laughs> will. I'm not buying that streaming crap. Yeah. <laughs> but but we're going to talk about both episodes. And just a quick rundown. We, we, we have Joe. We have Rick Moyer. We have Angela. We have Will. We have Jen, we have Rick, Pete, and Sean from the Rusted Robot Podcast, and people who do Star Wars Stacks and Anomaly Podcasts and all kinds of other things. So whatever else you guys want to pimp, is that the right word? Pimp? Yeah. It sounds bad, though, when you Promote. say that, isn't it? Pedal. 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 The ladies are saying, <laughs> we, we don't want to talk about, well, if you want to pimp your podcast here, that's, this is the place. But uh, uh, promote. Just listen to them all. <laughs> All right, folks. So, so yeah. So Angela, I'm I'm good with that. Even though I, you know, as I think I posted somewhere along the way over the weekend, I do hope that maybe, maybe in the next week, I'll give it a still a little time to tie down. But I, I I totally understand. You know, people feel like this is quote unquote CBS, and they don't want to pay extra. And I, I, I that's all fine. And I and I get all that. I, I just it's just become like the only thing that anyone has been talking about for I know for months. But go My ahead, thing, go though, ahead, and uh, is that like I wanted to be excited about it. Yeah, you know, like I think that I, you know, obviously I love Star Trek, or I wouldn't be here. Um, but I guess it's like the idea of having to wrestle with this sort of took away from the excitement yeah. because my. my my instinct was to just hang on. Like I was just so, I was so annoyed by the whole idea. It wasn't something that made me excited. And maybe it's because I've been in marketing for too long. And yeah. so I know why they're doing it. And I understand, I get it because if you can get, you know, if you can force people into a premium, you do it. And I, I get why. And yeah. it just sort of rubs me the wrong way that they would take it ad advantage of us because I'm so devoted to the brand. Like, I'm so devoted. I knew I was going to do it. But it was just the idea that they would do it with know. Star Trek. It, and, that, and the thing is, is yeah. like one of the things like vacations and premieres, one of the things that's the best part of the experience is getting excited about it. Yeah. yeah. And it took away, for me 
from that getting excited about it. Because it wasn't just like it was coming on. Yeah, it, that, was, it was all that was anyone was talking about. It's all it was. Yeah, and it's like, and also just that somebody else put this here is that not only that it was double Jeopardy because you do like seven dollars with a couple of commercials, but then ten dollars <laughs> if you yeah. don't want any commercials, yeah, I and know. then also it's not a binge situation like Netflix. So basically, it's the worst parts about streaming. Which is paying. I'm and happy about part- the not binging, though. Truthfully, and and, and well, I know I, I know I that's hard that. for people in the money thing. They thought you know I could slap down five bucks and, and see it all, but I I do think shows and especially Star Trek lose a lot if you just sat down. That. If we were just handed 15 episodes last night, I I just would have no, been. No, but I would have been yeah. very happy to wait on network television. That's my point. Is oh, that it's right. like the yep. worst of both worlds. That's that's the point that I'm trying they're, to make. They're, yeah, but they're mixing. Those, some the cable uh, <laughs> shows have done that, though. I mean, that's not unheard of. I mean, it's just, it's not. I know Netflix doesn't generally, but I mean, something like HBO Game of Thrones, we wait every week for mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. But um, no, anyway, I, I get I mean, it. I get it. But I, I still completely... did it. I just wish I could have gotten that anticipation excitement and this took <sighs> Yeah. I think maybe yeah. it's different because it's a um, network television uh, station, CBS, not HBO, not Stars. So we would be yeah. probably used to doing this kind of a thing if it was cable, you know? Because right. my sister plays pays a lot of money to watch Stars on, yeah, you know, for Outlander. Outlander. For Outlander. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But it is so actually it. It, it is actually though that people are just not she seeing, complain. seeing the yeah. uh it, it is actually a separate so. thing though. It, it it is even though it's called CBS, it's CBS all access. Yeah. So to to but some people just, they just feel like it's yeah. one big thing. But uh, let me see if I can use like an analogy. It didn't used to be like or maybe it still is. Joe Joe you probably know. You go to Disney, like you can get in like the main park, but like Epcot's extra, right? Type of thing, right? It's you like know. A, a, the the park hopper. You can so, pay for you know one one pass, or you can pay to go to all of them. And so I look at this as that is, kind yeah. of a thing. Like, oh yeah, all right, I get normal CBS, but if I want this, all right, it's five ninety nine or whatever. Like that, it's almost like it know. would have been fine if they had just not called it CBS All Access if and just called, called it, it whatever Star Trek All Access, yeah, or something right, just the like Star Trek Channel. I would have bought that. Go. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's because interesting that that would have been a difference. I so, yeah. to watch it's a branding eighty-five yeah. times. Yeah. Well, I dropped it easy and quickly, and I spent so much money to see Wonder Woman this summer, and I didn't complain about it at all because it was yeah, new. Yeah, yeah, you were there taking different people each time. You, you know, you probably what did you see it three or four times or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I saw right? it with my friends. I saw it with my family and then i saw it with my and mom that, that's and, basically easily and I spent so much money more more than the star trek's gonna cost you so yeah. oh definitely. so like so yeah. so is it like jen said is it is it because it's it's cbs doing it and it has cbs yeah. in the name and i already yeah, pay for probably. cbs even though yep. it's yeah. something else it's a marketing mistake <laughs> right but anyway, <laughs> you should have named it something at, else but. you know to rico's point <laughs> at the end of the day we all did it and yeah it, it, so. and i'm glad I'm glad because I was one of the ones going, I already pay so much for Netflix and I got rid of cable because I'm trying to watch how much I pay. Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah. Sorry. I love you, Jen, but I literally just got a note from CBS All Access in my email, like (laughs) pop up on my screen. Okay. I'm sorry, Jen, for interrupting. Yeah. I think I got the same (laughs) one, Angela. I I think I got the same one a few few minutes ago too. Yeah. Anyway, I was just saying that 
um, I was one of the ones complaining about it because I didn't know that it was only five bucks. That's not very much. And, and I can, I can do, and they offer you like a week trial. And you know what? After this season, I may like unsubscribe (laughs) and then subscribe again next season. But I have a feeling they'll probably up the price. So that doesn't happen. So we're in early. You know what I mean? I I just like Angela. I've been in marketing too long too, but well, surprising that they don't offer like uh, more Star Trek. So it's almost surprising that they didn't think about that, Jen, and like offer some kind of annual pass, right? Like or an annual like a subscription to keep people because they know when this ends. Because I mean, I they were throwing it all over the internet that all these people signed Mm -hmm. up to see this, right? They all signed up for CBS All Access. All these people, and they and they know, you know, Joe and uh, and others that are gamers on know this happens where it's like. Hey, there's a new World of Warcraft expansion that comes out, and for three months their subscriptions go up, and then they die off or whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. So, but um, but yeah, no, I I, I get it all. It, it, what I think was starting to really just grind me down a little bit was, and I think Angela was sort of touching on this, is the there were a lot of people that it wasn't it wasn't even the money or the cost of it at all. It was sort of like a principal thing, and I'm like. I, I I kind of understand that, except this is like it's it's one thing to 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 stand on a principle that's I mean like this is just a TV show. I mean if you really feel like you're you're having to just say no CBS, I won't give you even two dollars or five dollars. I don't know what the cost would have been where people would have been checking out. Like in other words, I don't think I, there I think, would have been. I, don't I think, think there, there was a, a lot of just people just upset about the very. Like even if it was ninety nine cents, I think people would have had a lot mm-hmm. of them would have had the same attitude, yeah. right? It, it wasn't even the cost; it was more the the principle of how dare yeah. you ask me to pay extra for something that Star I'm Trek. already maybe paying for <laughs> on like if you pay for like I pay for cable television, which includes yep. CBS, but doesn't include this obviously. So yeah, no, I I understand. And um, does anybody else want to? touch on this one anymore or should we let's should we just dive into the show the only other aspect that i want to talk about it from is is just the other side so yeah mr canada mr just gets it with his other whatever right no 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 no, no, not not even that so you know we all i think did all all, those of us that have cable probably watched it on on broadcast Mm -hmm. and the first one yeah yeah exactly the first one and and i I, I'm I'm as close to I, I'm a, I call myself a cord cutter, but I'm not because I actually still do have cable. But the only reason I have it is for the bundle discount. So I never actually watch it. So I don't have a DVR. I don't have a TiVo or anything like that. So this is the first time in I can't even remember how long that I watched a show live. <laughs> live. Yeah. And I couldn't I fast forward. I couldn't pause. It is irritating, isn't it? Yeah. It was a nightmare. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed the pilot less. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it less. And I was all confused the, about when it was ending. Twenty minutes because of there were commercials. So many yeah. commercials, and I was confused. And I feel I I don't know if it's because they've increased the amount of commercials there are per, or there were just That's, always that many. And I there forgot. are a lot. It's funny it's that crazy. you say that because when we were watching it, because we it is the same with us for sure, because we're just Netflix and you know on demand mm-hmm. people. But um, I needed to call my mom last night, and Jim was like, "Why don't you just call her and we'll pause it." Uh, yeah, for like just long enough because she's like, you know, it's only going to be about twenty minutes, and then we can fast forward through all the commercials. <laughs> yeah, so just everything. Yeah, he's like, just go call your mom, and then we'll come back and watch it, and we don't have to look at commercials. Like that's brilliant, honey. 
that's a great idea. And then we came and then we watched the other one streaming. So. Yeah, I mean, even live shows for me, I'll watch starting like 10 or 15 minutes after it starts. Mm-hmm. And then you pretty much can get through, you know, you don't see a commercial then. I watch the news, you know, on normal TV, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's hard. Well, it's, I, it really messes up the pace. Sorry, Will, mm-hmm. did you want to say something? With a show like this, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I've had CBS All Access for a while because I haven't had cable for quite some time, but I mainly got it so I could watch Big Bang Theory, and I just lucked out that they put a Star Trek show on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's I, I get it all. I, I just, again, uh, I think that, you know, once people, I think, hopefully watch the show. I mean, I, I've always been saying, I've been saying all along, I said, well, well, watch it, you know, even if you took a shot at it for a month and you'll get whatever that'll be, five episodes yeah. by the end of the month. You can decide then if you like it or not and keep paying or not keep paying kind of a thing. So uh, You convinced right. me. You convinced me, Rico. That to at episode least try where it. we talked about that. Yeah. You yeah. were like, it's a free, you know, just do it a little bit for free. And then if you like it, you can pay. And I was like, you know what? He's right. I'm going to try it. What, what have I got to lose? Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I had a feeling that this episode, this podcast was coming. So I was like, I got to at least watch the first two. That was also me. Yeah, well, at least, yeah, that's what I was trying to at least tell people that, you know, if they if they didn't realize it, you could at least see the first two, because I think they were offering just a week trial. So you won't be able to, I don't know, unless you magically signed up like the minute the show started or something. And then I don't know how they work that that whole like what what the week goes till or whatever. But uh, but yeah, you'll have to pay by next week or whatever. And I don't know how people signed up, but. I mean, I signed up on my iPad, and then I think it just yeah, charges too. to my iTunes account, I yep. think. So. I signed up. Mine is I, on Xbox Live. And, and so that goes through Microsoft? It, I can't or... stream it. There's still an error. So I, I watched the mine. live one, and now I can't watch the ones that are already uploaded. You know, episode I've one and two are available to a... stream, but... I can, stream it, on the... we got I can stream it on the computer and my Roku. You should be able to. Uh, Jen, we do Fire like, TV. Um, can you, if you can watch it, you have an iPad, right? Oh no, I did watch it on my computer because I was like, there's, you know, I was problem solving. I was like, okay, oh. it, there are people on Twitter that are saying that they're not seeing an error, so there's something wrong with Xbox Live. So also, I went to my computer and pulled it up, and whammo, it was there. So Microsoft. Also, Jen, I've noticed yes. that a lot of the apps have stopped updating for Xbox 360. That Maybe that. Well, it, it did. 360 it might be an end of life thing now. Well, no, like I did watch the first episode streaming live. So oh, okay. it it works. It works. There... It's just not playing the ones that are now uploaded, you know, one and two. So hmm. anyway. Yeah, the, uh, right. the other thing you can do, I don't know if your TV is capable of it, but. I, yeah, it's a smart TV. So you can use either, if, if it has apps built into the TV, you can usually get the cbs all access that's what i did with uh-huh. my tv or the other way to yeah. do it is most if it's a newer tv you can usually just if you start it on your ipad you can click the little can, upper, uh, the little icon and it'll chromecast it oh, or the whatever. Apple TV. it'll stream it to your tv then it'll take mm-hmm. from what it's showing on your ipad i mean there's a lot of different ways to do it but um yeah, I most like the, all the uh, Samsung TVs I have like the two Samsung right. TVs i have all i thought they, that they the, show the as, app uh, though worked pretty good so yeah. Thank you for humoring me and talking about no, that. No, that's part. fine. That's walk, fine. We can talk about the show now. <laughs> so, so obviously, so let's, yeah, let's sort of, I guess the way to do this would be let, let's, um, I can, I guess we can go through and say, well, what's everybody? Let's just do a general. We both, we've all seen both episodes, so let's just yeah. go down and everyone have a crack at this and and say overall 
without getting into details. And then we'll, I guess we can break into the, the shows and talk a little bit more about the characters and details and that. But, but overall, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I'll just get my little two cents out of the way. I enjoyed it. It's a lot different than other Star Treks, but that was to be expected based on all the trailers that I had seen. Uh, I thought the cast is, is really strong and good. The writing I thought was pretty good. It's pretty an interesting way to start. You know, they just sort of threw you right into things uh, without a lot of, you know, they didn't give anyone much background on anyone except for, I guess, a little bit about the main character and a couple of other characters. But I, I get the impression that we're going to learn a lot as the season goes on. It wasn't like, oh, okay, you know, like when when TNG, for example, started, that, that, that you know, that first episode tended to introduce the characters a lot. You know, there, there were definitely scenes there that they sat down with, and this is this character, and that's what they're about and all, but they didn't really do that. What do they call it? A cold open? They just kind of, like, threw us into the situation. But, uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I You know, it's it's different. Uh, I'm going to – we can maybe save it for later on, but, of course, you know, there's this whole thing. Brian keeps going on about it. You know, even though this is supposed to be set 10 years before the original series, it mm. looks, of course, a lot different, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say about that at this point in time, really. I, I mean, of course, it's going to look different. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. Uh, I think. I mean, like we can't have cardboard sets, like. Yeah, and it and it's and it's fine. You know, I think they wanted to showcase and show off that they spent a lot of money here. I mean, this this is an expensive looking show, and it and it and it and it shows. I mean, there's no question about that. So, I I. Would I have liked it to look a little bit maybe better like the older show to a degree, perhaps? But I've heard other little things that, that we may see little glimpses of that more when they get to Discovery and other things. So we'll see. But uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm excited by it. I think it's good. It's solid. I mean, there's nothing wrong that I can see really major right now. I, I don't have a problem with the whole fitting it into the timeline thing. I'm not that picky about that. It's It's Star Trek to a point. I think there's a lot of interesting things coming. I, you know, they showed us a little flashes of what's to come in the season. I don't know what, how many little clips all those episodes were showing us. But um, one thing I'll mention is the After Trek show said that they were about to film, and I think that was live, so they're about to film the last episode. So that's huh. kind of how they've got basically the whole season done, it sounds like. Well, at least filmed. So, um all right, next. Who wants to go next? What's your overall feel and impression about it? Anyone want to jump in? Well, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead, Will. Or second, second. I, I really enjoyed it. I was, uh, I mean, I was super happy and glad that they've come out with another Star Trek show after so many years. Um, and like you said a minute ago, Rico, they had to pedal down to the floor from the start of the show. Um, I mean, like you said, they jumped right in. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I mean, I love the special effects. I, I really liked, the, you know, the area they were in, you know, was so interesting just to kind of look in the background to see where they were at and, you know, the background special effects. And yeah, it wasn't just had. black space, that's for sure, in that area. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then uh, I, I found the second episode, you know, better, but I did think that uh, both episodes were really good. And, I mean, I, of course, I didn't like watching the commercials, of course, but. Still really enjoyed it, and definitely look, looking forward to uh, more shows to come. And there's even some neat characters, even from the um, from the Shinzon, that are not the Shinzon, the Shinzo ship. Can't say that right. But, <laughs> it's not uh, super okay. easy to say Shinzo. No, it's not. But uh, I mean, even, there are some neat characters there that we probably won't see anymore, of course, because of what happened. But 
it was it seems uh, like definitely. it kind of reminded me of the first uh the first start of like deep space nine for, for in a way you know like they, the they throw you right nine. into a battle yeah yeah yep angela or okay. jen or someone i'll go who, yeah go ahead <laughs> angela well, you're so my shy first impression is- I know, right? <laughs> um, my first impression, well, we have to, like, so there's only two girls, so we have to kind of put us in there. There's three. <laughs> Amy's Amy's three girls. Don't forget there's Amy. Three. Oh, sorry. Yes, I forgot about Amy. Amy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, this is a pretty girl-friendly show. Let's <laughs> just put it that I'm way. At, I got Fran down here if we need pictures. another one. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm looking at all the pictures. Anyway, no, I, the way that I, first of all, and I texted this to Jen last night, is that my first impression was that, first of all, I love the music. Like, the music. Yeah. Very much for me, like harkened back. Like I, it felt very much like Star Trek, but it also felt very modern. Like I loved the intro and all of that, and I also really liked um, the actors. And uh, yeah, I think it was very well cast. I was a little disappointed because there's been so much hype about the cast, not to see everybody that I'm excited to see. But isn't yes. that interesting, though? I it, it's yeah. interesting, but you know they've been hyping it, and I wanted to see them. <laughs> you know, next so week, like, from what is, I hear, yeah. You know, they've been look, they've been talking so much about you know Anthony Rapp being the first gay character and all of this stuff, and it's like, well, okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Give me, yeah, give me, give me. Episode That's three, what from what I, I've heard, in yeah. um, the and and the other thing that I really liked, which is is that one of the things that I have as an older person, I not older person, but like as I've gone through the years, like watching Star Trek and watching other sci-fi, is that when I go back and watch Star Trek's you, Trek, you see um, everything's very linear, like like it's you're on the Earth, it's ground, everything is shot very much like a like a battle on Earth. Everything has one, you know, three dimensions, and I was very excited to see them shoot it. Very much like Firefly, where you're coming at things from different angles and you see things very much in all of the different dimensions. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. And it's, a good, it's a good point. I, and, I, yeah, and I, I noticed. And I really yeah. like that the cinematography started going. And I and I think they did that a little bit in Enterprise. But a little bit, I, yeah. I do, did a little bit in Enterprise, but not as much. You still kind of had um, that feeling. But I really like that sh- the shooting... And I don't want to say, like, my only criticism, like, overall isn't necessarily that it's dark, necessarily, but it's just that there's a couple of things, and and like you said, Rico, I don't really care about the continuity stuff, I can forgive a little bit, because part of my thing is that every time you do a show about the future, what it really is reflecting is our current world, and so... You know, we we can't look at it as a complete whole because we need to be looking at it as what is it saying about 2017? I'm very big believer in that as far as sci-fi is concerned. Yeah, yeah. And so I do not mind that there's some lens flares or whatever because people like that or whatever. Wasn't too much of that that I noticed a little bit. No, I saw a couple people (laughs) complain about that. I'm like, I don't really care about that. And then well, also, there was the one is... big one. There was the one big lens flare. <laughs> oh. Like... oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> their power is lens flare. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I think that there's a couple of things that just didn't... Be, like, there was a couple of... And I, and I'm, I am going to leave my mind open and watch more. Yeah. But there was just a couple of, like, fundamental 
things in it that didn't feel very Star Trek to me, but I am willing to give it a chance. So yeah, let's come back to that. Let's come back to that and towards the end because I, I had a couple yeah. little things too. You know that that uh, yeah, and you know a little bit a little bit and uh, but not even just not Star Trek quite, but just a I mean. couple things that didn't quite make sense or add up for yeah. me a little bit. Dramatic mm-hmm. stuff that that it's like yep. oh yeah that was cool but that really doesn't make sense kind of a yep. thing, but not not a lot not a lot by any oh. means. I mean they did they did their homework. I mean they, you know so um, okay yeah. who uh, who wants to give us next uh, just a general thought Rick P to Rick Moore you guys have pretty, been pretty quiet over there so I I got to bug one of you. Are okay. we both? Uh, okay. Go ahead. Go. Yep. Um. I mean, I lo- I loved it. I, I, I like you say, I've been waiting for so long <laughs> to see good Trek on television. Um, it was just uh, you know, my my wife and I are watching the football game, and I'm like, this better not go to overtime. It was incredible that it did. Everybody was all worried about it. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, it did go to overtime. What? You <laughs> of know, course. Yeah. But but I thought it was great. The score. I agree with Angela. The score was fantastic. I Ooh. thought the opening credits super oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought I really so knew good. what they did with that. And it's very different. You know, yeah. You know, I love Klingon, so I told the geek out that all the Klingon <laughs> stuff that was going on in the show. Boy, there was more Klingon I, language in that in that you know first episode, especially mm. than I think we've seen total in the whole all everything else in Star Trek. I mean, I felt like I was watching Narcos. Jeez, it was a lot of <laughs> lot of lot of Klingon. It was good. I mean. You know, people say it's darker. I guess I look at it more as being now. Everyone has to define when they say the darker factor. Are you? We're just talking about lighting. Or are we talking or about tone. grimness? The tone. The tone. Story. Okay, because because I've heard both. I've heard people talk about literally it. It is visually darker. You know, and I think that sort of was intentional, obviously. But but I all right. You're talking about the tone, Rick Pete. Okay. Yeah. You know, and for me, I'm not sure. To me, the tone. I'm not sure. If I think the tone is dark. I just think that the tone is real. You know, I think they were trying to go for a little bit more realism within the scope of the story. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the more idea, more idyllic version of Starfleet and 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 the, and the UFP and all of that. But the, in terms of character interactions and responses to things, I just think they chose to go with real emotion and not try to play it out with some altruistic approach to resolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only one who really had that was. Yeah. Was was uh, was Michelle Yo? Everybody else, I think, mm-hmm. seemed to be a little more realistic. Particularly, they're just opinion. holding on. Yeah. 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 But uh, but it, it was good. Clearly, they're willing to take some chances. But mm-hmm. you know, they are trying. I think they're trying to stay true to the canon from like a thirty thousand foot level perspective of canon. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good way to put it. That is a really good. In these duty pieces yeah. of it. Um, and the other the other thing I noticed, it seems to me that they've they say that it's in the prime universe. But the show to me feels like a blending between the Enterprise era yeah. and the JJ mm-hmm. era. The yes. boom, yeah. On the outside, oh, right. the ships look like Enterprise yeah. era. Mm-hmm. I think that's intentional. Like JJ, I yeah. think so. I think so too. Well, they've been pretty yeah. successful, and I think, and I think they uh, maybe they feel that that looks a little bit cooler, more futuristic, and and, and Beyond was sort yeah. of that way too, right? Because they had that whole aspect of that movie. Yep. True. Very true. Yep. Joe, what'd you think overall? Uh, I mean, you know, same as everyone else. I I really loved it. I uh, honestly, I was I was sort of 
blown away to an extent. Like it was more than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it pulled a lot of, you know, I, I say this a lot on, on various shows. It pulled a lot of the aspects of, of like DS nine that I really liked with characters that are flawed. It's not just everyone that sits on, you know, in their, on, on their nicely carpeted starship, you yeah. know, listening to classical music and doing art and all Don't that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And I mean, you know, we have like the main character who, you know, through the, the arc of, she has an interesting background to begin with. And then through the arc of these two episodes already, she has, I guess, in Starfleet's eyes, majorly screwed up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the, the science officer is a coward. Uh, you know, it's just yeah. like, right. it's, it's just yeah, very. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get too much that he's a coward. I, I got that, that that's just his. Well, it's his, his species nature and, their, and, and yeah, he's yeah. their they're a prey spe- species. So his goal in life is to stay alive and, you know, run away, run away. away. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so he's he's like the opposite of Worf, right? I kind of <laughs> liked him though a lot. I no, too. I like him a lot. And that's I, why he was, he was a lot like more him. interesting than I thought. He's got a lot of uh, personality for yeah. Through all I that like makeup that like and everything, tall, and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so and, and yeah, and because I'm like you know a ship's guy and stuff. Like I, I'm sure a lot of you noticed like a lot of the the sound effects, and they they were sort of like the first thing here is oh, I love that. Yeah, the first yeah, thing you too. hear when they zoom into the bridge is is that oh. background bridge yeah. TOS noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Loved it. But then the Community. computer sounds are all from TNG, and like it's yeah. just like but it's that's really good. interesting. It's okay, because no, I loved it. I loved it. To all of us, I love. It. You're right. That's good. Sorry. Yeah, and especially sound, because sound I find really does speak to you on like a very basic yeah. level. It does. Yeah, yeah I want them to continue with the music and the sound effects. If that continues or even gets more, it's going to add a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because we... And it was funny, I thought you know, the intro, I really did like the intro, like like Rick oh. said, and that whole kind of, at first, like, I think I had seen the animation thing on, on Facebook beforehand, and I was like, that's not, that's like a fan thing, <laughs> but it has like this very cool, like, kind of... Uh, Da Vinci like blueprints. Yes. Which well, yeah, and you and you and, and you. If you remember the 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 opening credit uh, to the opening credits to Enterprise, that that right. that style yeah, was sort of used a little bit I there yes. too. I, I, I noticed find that it was too, also, Rico. Yeah. Not just the that, song, but, also, but the uh, right. but the uh, yeah. but those but that style of of you know, hey, this is how we advance, and here's some drawings, and here's some things, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of like, like they're exploding like... a phaser and like stuff like that. Like it's super cool. And it also, but it also had strains of like a Bond intro to me. A little. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't <laughs> well, have a, a girl dancing. Flair. But yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. The they... 1960s flair. I love that introduction. Mm-hmm. I, I I just want to talk about this because I am a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I recognize the artwork as Juan Ortiz, who is the artist who does the poster art. I don't know if you remember seeing it's everywhere on the internet. It's really cool. He does like poster art of yeah, speci- he just, specific he's just episodes TNG from TOS and too. TNG. He has two yeah. of those books out and he did a Star Trek calendar. So I'm wondering, because it's so similar to his artwork, if they had him do it, because he has he does work for Disney and Warner Brothers. So it wouldn't be, you know, crazy to think that maybe he had something to do with that little intro. So. Like was it was it I Dream of Genie that had the animated intro? Way back when, yeah, yes. they did yeah. a little. Yeah, oh, they, it, it was, was part of it. And I do a genie. Yeah, whatever. It's just like it, it's not. It's not that obviously, but it's like it does kind of remind you, like Jen said, of like a, a '60s show. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. 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 No, I liked it, Jen. What else? So, since you you started in, why don't you 
continue. Oh, so yeah. I was going to let Amy go next. Oh, okay. Amy? Chance to talk. Are you, are you there, Amy? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I just thought it was very high quality. Um, I read somewhere, can't remember the article now, but that the budget was similar to, you know, like major motion picture budgets per episode. So I was impressed with the quality of it. Um, and, of course, I, I like the fact that the main character for a change, I know we had Catherine Janeway, she was, but I just, I thought it was interesting how they chose the, the first officer as the main character. It's just, and that she's a strong woman. I thought that was nice. Um, yeah, I just, I thought it was good. And the, the fact that it was a new Star Trek um, that is always my big thing because <clears throat> we watch a lot of reruns around here. So, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> the new Star Trek is always a plus in my book because <laughs> I don't like reruns as much as my dearest. And I thank God for Netflix. <laughs> now, now Rick has a whole new thing to memorize. I yes. do. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, I will too. Um, You're right. <laughs> Sadly, I like that. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's my two cents. Did you have any, Rick? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought it was great. Of course I thought it was great. Are you kidding? I just laugh at the people that are that are saying, I won't pay for that. I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, duh, I'm a Trekkie, and I pay more for it. So whatever. But in a way, though, we don't go to the movies very much. Yeah. And, I mean, this is... But half, this is Trek. I mean, this is like sake. half a movie ticket. Yeah. And we get to stay home and make our own... Popcorn. You know, low-calorie popcorn. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we can push pause, which is always nice. But, no, what I really liked about the show is it, it, it did feel like a fusion between Enterprise and the MJJ-verse. Uh, I thought it was uh, visually stunning. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the plot of everything yet. We'll see. The mm -hmm. Klingons, even though I really liked the Klingons of old, um, they were fascinating, actually. And These are the like only scary problem, Klingons, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, ugh. Yeah, and, and, and as I was watching it, I, the only problem I had with the entire show, I loved the show. The Both of them were great. My only problem was I couldn't keep up with the subtitles on my screen. I, oh, that I was difficult. I agree. I think I need a bigger TV is what it is. What do you think, Can we get a bigger one? You just need to learn Klingon. I think the editing on the Klingon stuff did need to be better. Yeah, that was difficult. That. Yeah, there was a but, there, it was it, there was some stuff moving by pretty quick, and uh, mm -hmm. you know there, I'm now under, watching it the second time. I'm getting more. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean most yeah. of it was like this prophecy like stuff. So you know you didn't, if you missed I, a line or two. Uh, still though, I mean, I you think, don't want to feel like it's going by too fast. Yeah, I, I, I think part of the problem with that is the the, the use of a sa uh, serif font for the the subtitles and on. So on um, websites and on television, a lot of times you see sans serifs. Serifs are the little feet on type, you know, the, on the letters. Times you, New see, Roman. you see them a lot in um, it was you see weird. that in books. It was, it it's was... easier to read books when they have little feet, but sans serif, when they don't have feet, is easier to, easier to read on monitors. So I struggled. My eye kept stopping on those little feet on the font so i think that probably tripped some of us up it was different kind it wasn't of a easy font. To read. it was a little bit weird compared to what i've usually seen for subtitles like if you watch a movie and you turn on subtitles it's not yeah, it's, were, i don't know what font trying. they're using on normal subtitles on movies but it wasn't that one 
the whatever they. It's the one because yeah. the one they use on movies are the ones that are recommended because people can read them easier. And yeah. the point well, that Ben's trying to make is they were trying to be fancy. Yes. And at the expense of the fact that it's harder to read. Yeah. Form over yeah. function. Form follows function. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was so. a little. Yeah, I I noticed that too. And if um yeah, if you had a depending on what kind of screen you're watching it on, I could see that issue. Uh, hey, Sean, you there? Hey. Yeah, what what was your general uh, general feel for this show? Oh, I th- I thought it was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. Uh, mostly, uh, I didn't like the uh, the planet uh, desert scene. It was a bit clunky of the dialogue, but because hmm. they were like, "Oh, you've been with us for seven years," kind of thing, and like just getting all the exposition out of the way. Yeah, that was, that was... I see what you mean a little bit. That w- it was a little. It felt a little bit like, uh, "Ah, Michael, mm-hmm. you have been with me this long. Why don't you know me by now?" That kind of thing, right? Like, <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. You you wouldn't but, have expected uh, it... two old old comrades or friends slash you know one you know working together for that long to talk actually like that. I, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it was a little. I agree. That that's the only thing. But uh, although I did like that is, scene, I thought that was kind of a cool opening myself. It at was, least. Yes. Uh, you know, it looked it, cool. It, it, but um, you're right. Yeah, uh, but it felt like Star Trek. That's that's mm-hmm. it, it wasn't the Orville. That's for sure. So, uh, why why is it a Delta Shield? It shouldn't be. I don't know. Why do the Klingons look like that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. It's been a long road getting from there to here. So I'm going to have a little bit of faith of the heart, and I'm going to go with it. There's a I read I a lot of, I read a lot of comics and, and there's a there's a general thing in in comic books that I listen to a podcast uh, called I Fanboy that I've I think I've mentioned on the show before but one of the things those guys always bring up is I don't need everything explained exactly you know I don't need to explain why the Hulk is now purple or whatever blue or whatever necessarily that's probably not a good example but you get what I mean. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's new Star Trek, and that's what matters. You know, they, they sometimes have to, you know, the, the more, it's like we've talked about with Star Wars before, about, like, midichlorians, the biggest mistake, you know, in, in the world for the Force, right? I mean, like, yes. I, I, no, George, I don't need to know how it works. It's magical. <laughs> it, please, just keep it that way. Just keep it that way. I don't need to know how it's working. No. That's right. So, uh, and actually, so, maybe yeah. that's something to to bring up with this as well. Is and and maybe this will change through the rest of the series. But through these episodes, there was no techno babble whatsoever. No, Not really. See, I'm sort of sad about that because that's I maybe that's the reason why I felt well. There sort was a of bit on Star Trekky. Yeah, there in was, some ways. There maybe. I mean, there's always going to be a bit, but it's not something that's like going to save the. You know, it's not like oh, we're going to launch a, a tachyon beam. Yeah, all we got to do is reverse the polarity on the main deflector, and we can push all those Klingons away. Yeah, or something. Well, yeah, no, just, I know, just, I know. Yeah, just yeah. when they were explaining the vertical, lateral, whatever in the transport, that's that's the only techno battle I picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even that was like sort of her saying like you guys are inferior. Right. Exactly. <laughs> your your thing yeah. sucks, right? But but the best part is that these characters feel relatable. They feel like real people. Like yes. um the, the scene where uh, Saru and uh, Burnham are pushing each other at the console. Like you never saw that in any other Star Trek. They're having fun. They're friends. And, and so these are real people, not uh you know, not, not like what we're used to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought it was a little bit like Spock and Bones. You know, the, the competition between the two of, uh, you know, Michael and uh, the lieutenant. Yeah, I liked that. that was what's, awesome. what's with the yeah. Michael thing? All right, I'm just going to throw it out there. I mean, like, I, I, I don't, like, She's, she's why? named after her dad. But, but it's did, did they say that in the show? Did I Brian miss that? Fuller, or... Brian Fuller, it's his motif. It's the thing he does. All of his characters 
Give that are women are named men after men. men. Men's yeah. names. Gender fluidity yes. of the future. Oh, but all that's of- what. Yeah, that's that's what Shaniqua said. She said yeah. that it was the gen- gender fluidity of the future that guys can be named after their mothers and, and women can be named after their fathers, and it doesn't matter. Well, and I I, I, I kind of go along with that, except I want to see them do a. And maybe I've missed it somewhere along the way, but they don't do the flop of that though. That I that I've ever really seen them do, right? Like, well, maybe that's the point: is that it doesn't matter so much that it doesn't require. Well, let's see a guy named uh, what was that song? A, a boy named Sue. Sue. <laughs> Sue. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little. It's well, a little. Honestly, I, though, you I, guys... I get what they're trying to do. I, I I I sort of admire that, and I get that. Except it just comes off to us, twenty first century people, as a little clunky. At least. But that's just kind like of, I said. I it was know. quoted Brian Fuller. That's what he does. Like, yeah, yeah. All but, of his female characters are, are named after guys. So that's just his like little thumbprint. But on your the average person who just will sits down and watches the show is what I'm thinking of. And I, yeah. I'm fine with but it. I, I, I just, just want to say yeah. I did know a woman named Michael. Her name was that's Mary true. Michael. There are female. Not, oh, I, yeah. I've I've run into women of before named. You know what? You know, had a male. You know, a very very <laughs> typical male name. You know, so. True, but of the things that bothered me, that was really honestly not one of them. No, like, it I wasn't. No, I I just threw it out there as, to have fun with it. There, more there than was other it things really, that were yeah. a little bit yeah. more questionable. So what bothered you, Angela? So so <laughs> tell me. Okay, so go, Jen. Me, me, me. <laughs> go, go, go ahead with your uh, what, what, what were the things that you would rather they did different, or however you want to put it. Well, first of all, I didn't get a chance to say whether I liked it or not. I loved. Oh, it. I'm sorry. I, I thought but, you, you know, I, yeah. yeah. I love the show. I think it's great. I, I'm going to have to give it some more time to see. It's. I've heard people say it feels more sci-fi than Star Trek. Um, it feels more new Star Trek film to me, which I didn't really. Mm-hmm dig as much but i'm giving i'm giving i am very optimistic that they're going to inject some of the the thing that is things that are quintessential star trek like the the moral tales and the message and you know things like that will come into play i'm i'm sure right no, we, have, we have to get to the discovery for that can you make me a drink, drink too? Somebody's <laughs> making a mojito or something in the background or i hear some ice and if uh, it's not me. I'm betting Rick Moyer myself. I think it's Rick Moyer. You got to figure that these first episodes are just a prologue to the real pilot, which is episode three. We yeah, we haven't gotten to, to the discovery yet. Yeah, we got to get to discover before we're going to see so, real yeah, stuff. Yeah, but we don't know that. That's kind of like, you know, flinging us into Firefly with the second episode and the and I've never seen the pilot kind true, of thing. True. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, you shouldn't have to rely on that. But um, I thought Michael was awesome. She was a dash of Kirk with a smidge of Spock, like yes. that. That's true. And, that's a good, um, good way to put it. Actually, yeah. yeah. And the Shinzu, <laughs> did you know the Shinzu? I, I just, I had to look it up. It's a spacecraft developed by China. It's oh. named after a ship that's a manned space, it's part of their manned space flight program. So that's cool. interesting because Michelle Yao is Chinese Malaysian, and I think that they probably, maybe they cast her because of that or named the ship because of that. Anyway, I love that the two women characters are also so diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought we, it was that's interesting the that first they. in Star yeah. Trek. And it's awesome. I mean, other than um, um, uh, Nichelle Nichols, which paved the way, now we have, you know, these two women who are obviously allowing people of um, those cultures to feel like 
they also have a presence in the future, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and positions of authority, which is great. I love that about Mm -hmm. Star Trek. So, and the one things, a couple of things that I got hung up on was Lobot Dude and Daft Punk Chick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what was up with that? And Star Wars holograms. I was like, what, whoa, whoa, wait, what universe am I in? Uh, they yes. they died so or something. So. I, overall, I mean, those are little things. It's Star Trek, and I'm I'm open to it. I'm gonna go with Def it. Punk chick. So. <laughs> uh, that was awesome, Jen. And I I Lobot saw like three and... memes today going, "What is up with this guy? <laughs> like, what's going on here?" I really wanted to know more. And also, I was I disappointed I didn't hear Majel Barrett's voice yes, in the computer. No. Well, maybe so, the computer on the Discovery will have her voice. Maybe. Let's hope so. Everybody kept talking about how they she recorded everything. She did the whole Siri like mo, like she did the whole thing before she passed away. So the yeah. whole point is that she would be the Star Trek computer like forever. Yeah, I, think yeah, I mean, there's still hope for I that. Want. Yeah, I think there's they're going to be a lot of things that, a little different when they get to Discovery. Yeah, yeah, they even said that the the Shenju was an old ship, right? Yes, okay. old transporter room, old. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and I really loved the way that that everything was shot. Um, it felt more cinematic. And yeah, I mean, it felt like a big movie. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Totally. Yeah, it it felt like um, I felt like I was part of the action. The camera angles, the way things were spinning around, and you know, it's just it was great. Love and, it. and space was a thing. It was a danger, and that's not usually true in Star Trek. Yeah, except for her jumping between. Yeah. I mean, well, I was like, six, okay, six I need to add some okay. science people. She got all irradiated, then she got nearly frozen, but boy, she's tough. Mm-hmm. She's pretty tough. Yeah, Maybe growing yeah. up on Vulcan, I, 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 I've, I thought that, that she, probably growing up on Vulcan has made her a little bit tougher than the average person. Because they, they have thinner, thinner air. <laughs> well, no, but if you're, you know, Joe and, and others might be able to speak to this. If you're used to thinner air, for example, and, and, a, and a, you know, heavier you know, warmer climate and so forth and so on. You can, uh, you, your body does tend to adjust. But I've always had a problem when sci-fi does that because isn't um, space a vacuum? Wouldn't mm-hmm. everything that has air inside of it be sucked out in, you know, of all I mean, your yeah, orifices that's... and crushed down? Yeah, into, yeah you know I mean, I mean? That, that's something you have to go look because movies do that different. Like, you know, you had whatever it was called, the, you know, Total Recall where they jumped out into the Martian surface and their eyes Guardians bugged out. Guardians of the out. Galaxy. Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. I mean, like, for the just, split it's... second of the whoosh of air, I, I gave him a little bit of leeway. I've seen it done worse in shows and movies before than they yeah, did last night. Like, her it was, skin like got yeah. frosted and everything. The so, computer said I mean, what she could she could survive for whatever six seconds. They set up, and, they set up the rules. something what, whatever the, the thing was, well, and and it took you, three. You might be able to survive, but I don't think that means you come out of it unscathed. Yeah, right. she was pretty much I mean, walking around right after that, right? She was back yeah, up on yeah, the bridge a minute but later. She was her <laughs> eyes were affected. It was only six seconds. Yeah. She should have. She yeah. should have. Her eyes have been closed in the vacuum of space. Or something. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, the computer set up the rules, and I think for TV, that's probably sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as she doesn't go flying through space every week, fine, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> right. you know, okay. I, yeah, I can float around in space. I, yeah. I did think it was a little thin, though. Like, the whole idea of a... And, and we're setting up that this person has been raised on Vulcan. The whole, like, the mental gymnastics they had to go through to get her character out onto the weird thing in the middle of space. I I was a little skeptical of you that, mean the, honestly. The spacesuit the space part? You mean when she flew yeah, out there? Yeah, the thing? part where she... Well, no, the part that she... 
you know, the, the, I mean, granted, yes, they're showing us that she's this character that takes chances and where they're trying to explain her character and everything. But yeah. the idea that, um, I don't know, I just, that just didn't, it didn't feel organic to me. Like it didn't get, and maybe we'll learn more that will make me feel differently about it. But it's like, really, that was the only option of finding out what's in there. I don't know. It was just, it just felt very, there was a lot of gymnastics that had to happen. It was a cool scene, yeah. It, like, uh, it was cool, but I had a hard time believing a, it up. a shuttle couldn't handle that. If, if her in a little suit could handle it, I, I had a hard time understanding why a, shuttle, a, you know, a, well, a good I shuttle thought, pilot couldn't well, handle it. Maybe she was harder to detect than a shuttle would have been, you know, they didn't open seem to be worried season about for a Klingon vessel. I mean, they, they made a comment in the show that said the shuttle couldn't handle it. You know, they, they specifically yeah, they said that. I understand. You couldn't navigate through there. Well, the shuttle has more mass, so it's going to be more affected by gravitational pull. My my thing was, like we see in Star Trek all the time, why is the first officer doing it anyway? (laughs) It should be some second level science officer to do that, not her. No, she's obviously the, she's the Kirk. She volunteers for everything. So, uh, yeah, I I get you. Another thing that's weird is that like, I I mean, the red shirt obviously is a joke, but like, except for the sounds and some of those things, I, I really was hoping for a few more references to things that we are familiar with. Well, she Kirk-feud the computer. Maybe. What? She Kirk-feud the computer. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yep. See how smart yeah. her I did enjoy. Awesome. I did enjoy that. That that was a yeah, really that's good right. scene. That was a real good scene where she art basically, you know, out-logics the computer. So. But my point is, is that the whole way they got people to start paying for this is all of us who are like super diehard fans, you know? And so it's like, I, I just wish there were a couple of more things, I for think me, all... you know, for us that were, you know, like when we went to see, I felt like when we went to see Star Wars, they did a very good job of like, this is a new story, but it's also what you remember. And I, I was hoping for a couple more thing, little winks. I think there'll be a lot of that in the, uh, uh, from what they've been saying, I think there's going to be a lot of that in the rest of the season from what I've been hearing. And, and, and even, even they talked about that a little bit on this after Trek show to a degree with, Mm -hmm. with Rick Moyer's favorite host on after Trek. Uh. (laughs) Who is it? Some idiot. Uh, I, I didn't recognize him. I, 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 I didn't they flash his name up there a couple of times. He's, he's a he's he's a big goofy guy with a with a beard and glasses and 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 hammed it up on the camera way too much. But, and uh, no control, man. No control. Maybe he was real excited or nervous. He was just super annoying. Apparently, was oh, wow. it? He, he sounded like uh, the way they described him. I haven't Manny seen it yet, but it sounded like Caesar Flickerman name, from The Hunger Games or something. <laughs> No, Angela. I, I think I think there are a couple of things though. Like, like we got the we got the Vulcan neck pinch. Yeah, that, oh, was, that was cool. Good. That was we cool. got we got yeah, the but in a weird like TOS. In a weird time though. Like I agree about the Vulcan neck pinch. When is like, it a good time to get? We're trying on your captain. There's never a good time to use it on your captain though. I realize. And who that, saw that coming? Never going to be cool. Because I saw that coming like like five minutes before that happened. You did? Really? I, did. I did. I did. I didn't see that. I said. I said she's going to take over, and she's going to she's going to pinch her captain. I I saw it coming a mile away. She grew wow. up on Vulcan. She's going to knock the captain out because she can't get through to the, you know she can't convince her, and she's running out of time, and she's going to pull a Kirk move here. Yeah. My issue. With and that we had though. another Kirk move with her outsmarting the computer. 
Yeah, yeah. No, no, she's she's uh she's she's very Kirk like uh, so far. You know, far. there's a lot of I though. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go, Jen. I was gonna say I did see more I was looking the second time I went through or and watched it for all the little parallels to the Star Trek I know and love. Mm-hmm. And I, they I, were I, there. Because if you miss. think of there were some little small nicely done little details like if you were if you remember when she was talking to hollow Sarek in her mm-hmm. i guess it was her quarters you know the background i took screenshots of it it's it's an updated version of spock's quarters from tos look yeah. at the background so look at that and then also um the other thing i loved was that she is basically a parallel to Worf, who was raised by humans after his parents who were Klingon were killed by Romulans and here's this human child yes. who was yeah. killed by her parents were killed by Klingons and raised by a Vulcan so I love the little slight little nods okay. to Trek that are very subtle I, I don't need to be hit over the head you know I just no. want it to be I yeah subtle. I mean I understand that and there they are some subtleties I, I guess and again, like, I'm going to keep watching to see what happens because it was very fascinating and exciting and that kind of stuff. But I feel like, I don't know. I, I think there'll I be think more. Was... Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. also, since we don't have, like, the cast yet, I mean, this is like the pre- this is like the prequel to the show. And yeah, yeah. And I feel like I, this is the thing. that, And this was one of the things that annoyed me about the about force awakens as well it's more of a concept thing is that they showed the first order as being so ridiculously overpowered that it was almost comical and not scary because you knew they were gonna find a way and i feel like in this it's like here she goes and in the first couple episodes she defies orders she gets in prison they show this preview of her and it's like it's like, here's the person you know is going to be the star of the show and the good guy, right? The guy you're rooting for. And mm-hmm. in the first couple of episodes, it's so ridiculous, you know, committing mutiny, attacking your c- captain, you know, going to prison. Like, everything is so ridiculously stacked against her, it becomes comical in a way. But she's, and, she's, and that's where... I am like, okay, well, that's too much, fine. kind of. You mean, Angela? She's like, 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 you just like it's too just much. They, they dug her too deep of a hole, and they it's kind of overboard. Overboard, yeah. That it's yeah. like if you get her out of this, you're just again with the mental gymnastics of getting her out. It's like even though if we even if we agree with why she did it, they're setting up that no one else gets why she did it, and so. And, and well, here, she's obviously not going to stay, you know, in, in in prison for very yeah, long. And 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 I, and I thought that that was kind of a mistake to even imply that she was going to for a couple of reasons. First off, she's obviously had a lot of training and has been a you know an exemplary mm-hmm. Starfleet officer. And they just lost a lot of people. They just lost yeah. a bunch of people. Right. So, all right, slap <laughs> her down like a little bit. There's going to be more, more but, going on to it. And I guess, like, did you guys see the, like, you know, coming up on the season of... Yes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. well, I know, and, and that's what I was referring to. Well, I think yeah. they're going to no, treat her as a little bit of an outcast. I stop, is that the yeah. one one of the things that, like, really got me yesterday, that was the thing that annoyed me, was that when she was in front of that, like, tribunal or whatever, and Guilty. everybody was in these downward <laughs> lights, and it was, I was like... It was like a Klingon oh, tribunal. It, it was, was so un-Starfleet. Like, <laughs> that really hit me over the head as, like, no, she should have been in a little no. office with an admiral, and that they're going, was you know, too like, yeah, 
Romulan. It was too right. Romulan or too. Like, it was too far. It, it was, was like a scene in uh, Star Trek Six with yes. Kirk and McCoy yeah, being like, sentenced like the high, to the high command. Like, that wasn't just <laughs> oh, it's a modern take. That was like totally th- oh, away, one eighty degrees away from what we know to be Starfleet, and that did. So that was my that was my biggest beef. But <laughs> don't. But I almost wonder if that's because no they're looking. They were. They were. Much as me. Right. I wonder if they were looking for a scapegoat sort of a thing, because this was obviously a huge disaster. And, and, you know, they can sort of very indirectly trace it back to her kind of, but not really. And they're like, OK, well, this commander, whoever is going to take the fall. So we're, you know, yeah, we're okay. maybe maybe a fall that guy, fall person, fall. Michael. Yeah. But, on, but, on, but on the other hand, if this were if, if this were in real, this was in this time of day and a naval officer disobeyed orders and things like that happened. It would absolutely be brought up on court martial charges. Oh, yeah. I'm not and, worried about. Uh, I, I'm not questioning her being brought up on charges. That's uh, because of what she did. Obviously, I'm talking more about the cinematic and the and the design choices of having this like three people in a tribunal because we've seen courtrooms in Star Trek before in our lives, like in our history, and yeah. it's not this weirdly half lit bad guys you know, with yeah. all this downward lighting, it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're giving you a fair trial and beef, you know, you did commute mutiny. I mean, you did it. You did it. Like, it's not like that's not really up for debate. And she Maybe pled guilty on top it. of it all. Right. Yeah. yeah you did totally it for the right deal. reason. And so it's like but but they're setting up for people who don't know Star Trek. They're setting up the Federation as being idiot bad guys, which is not something that I personally like. I don't <laughs> so, know. I brought down bigger men than you, Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, but you, okay. Does anybody understand? What I mean? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it does seem a little. It seems yes. very weird. But then again, the whole That's show, candid. the whole. Sh- I wouldn't have expected Angela. The only thing I'll say about it is the whole show doesn't really look like Star Trek that we've seen. So if they had flashed to like that courtroom, it seemed to fit with the rest of the show. If if they had done like a TNG or even a TOS style courtroom no. at that point, I would have felt like, well, okay. And I don't mean that far, but you Somewhere know what I mean. Between. The whole show Somewhere was kind of dark and kind of weird, and it's yeah, like, like maybe they could have just had them lit normally, doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah it was a bit yeah, much. It was like, it was uh, bit, what are you trying to hide, bit. guys, or whatever? And uh, yeah, I, I I get it. I understand. Like that. I think the point of that was just to get us where we needed to go. So it was sort of like we need to show that you know there's court. It was fast. There's not any decisions to be made, and now she's you know going to prison, and now we can start the show. Well, now they've made her into the Tom Paris of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Right. Somewhat, but Paris even that. wasn't that, that you know, far gone, I, I didn't think. but uh, no, Well, just the fact that she was in prison and now that somebody's going to come and yeah, get her out of prison and make yeah. her first officer. And, True. What, one little thing yeah. that I wanted to make sure I slid in here, and it's totally, uh, you know, not connected to, you know, her character and all that, but... How come in, 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 and they did it in this show and they've done it before, but how come when there's ever a battle and there's like one little ship out there facing a whole bunch of enemies, when the good guys show up, how do they all warp in at the same time? Were they all just sort of sitting at Burger King somewhere out in space and, 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 and then they just like, oh gosh, did your, did your red alert thing go off? Yeah, mine too. Well, let's go. And I, oh, they I just, trained to do that at Starfleet Academy. I, for I, sure. it, it doesn't work. Course. I, I just say it's a cool scene when they do that. But it's like, 
That doesn't make there were, were there about a dozen ships that warped in there at that point. Well, I would like, think what a lot of fleets would do because you wouldn't. You're going to say they position tactical... right and then they all jump in at the same point or whatever. But yeah, well, it's, it's like in Star Wars with the you know. The would you though do that? Or whatever. If you got a call through subspace or whatever and said we need your help badly, wouldn't you just race there as fast as possible? But if you're saying yeah. we need your help badly and there's 24 Klingon ships here, Klingon you're not just going to. You have to. Yeah. So you would let the one ship live in. on its own until you could all pop in there at the same time that's that's well, you lose an, one ship or you lose you know 20 ships uh, one all at right time. I, I guess you <laughs> can make a Joe case for that sense. it, it yeah. just you know i don't know it just it just always they do it so much i'm kind of like i uh, mean realistically it's for it's for effect because it looks damn cool right yeah, <laughs> yes cool. and and then they another all got thing, kind of pounded I mean, anyway the but, same uh, thing, so. yeah right. another thing that didn't make doesn't i don't really care this is one of the things that was so cool i didn't care was when that cloaked klingon ship totally de- totally Rammed the, uh, the admiral ship that, or whatever. That admiral ship. That was like the coolest thing, and it made no sense. And I don't know if I care if I liked it or not, but it was so kick ass. Like it was just like, here's something out of nowhere, and then suddenly it materializes, and you're like, very oh Klingon kind of thing. It seems like. Uh, and I remember that's before the cloaking device treaty, obviously. Right. Well, Trek, you know what was... else? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rick. Which no, way? I was just going to say, you know, just how they ended in the Star Trek Nemesis. They had a big collision, too. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they either they could Rogue have gotten one. it from there, Rogue One. Yeah, I was thinking the same. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you remember, you know, that old, like, debate we always have about why don't they just... Uh, transport a photon torpedo onto the ship. <laughs> yes, destroy yes, it. Yes, exactly. Totally did. <laughs> totally. That, that, was, that was good. That yeah. was very cool how they did that. And it, also, they did that well. Also, creepy yeah. and Reaver-like to have yes, their Yes, I love that. On their ship. Yeah, they're so scary. Now, I guess the question yeah. is, is this is this Klingon guy, is he is he done? He's not the bad guy? Like, now he's a martyr. That's, yeah. He's the martyr. Yeah. And now it'll be Taserface. Le- we'll take over. <laughs> Taserface. 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 I didn't like that was a kid. To me, that was a cannon breach. With the Klingons yes. is, you know, what? in TNG it's very clear when the Klingons dead, and they do the roar, and they say, "What do we do with the body?" And they always say, "It's an empty shell, treated as such." Yep. Why are they? Why do they have a sarcophagus, sarcophagus ship? That just makes no sense. I... And then after the war, after the battle, mm-hmm. they're beaming the dead back onto the ship. None of that. I don't care about that. I have a theory. <laughs> <laughs> What's your theory? I have a theory. Well, I I really wanted to know what the deal was with this. These why did they keep touching with the makeup on the Klingons? So I was yes. looking into that because I mean, how many times are we going to have to reboot the Klingons? Yeah. But I, I was reading into it and looking it up, and Brian Fuller basically said he wasn't going to be a part of the show unless they gave them a a reboot basically because he thought they were kind of boring because they were all you know they all looked basically the same skin tone and all of that same hair colors so he thought it's a biological difference and that the different houses would look different not necessarily you know um all the same kiss rock boot armor wearing Klingons that we know from TNG, right <laughs> mm-hmm. but and also i started thinking okay well if that's the direction they're going maybe this group, this house, is more of the religious extremists, and maybe their burial practices are different than other houses. Right, these so are the basically, I am cool with that, Jen. The I'm other, cool 
Yeah, the other houses that we've seen apparently on TNG are probably, you know, part of the 24 houses, but only a fraction of those, you know, that we we I know. survived the slaughter. So, so will we see TOS-style Klingons? Maybe. And TNG but those are supposed Klingons? to be, I hope not, because that was supposed to be a, you know, a virus mutation, right? Or some sort of... Uh, what? Genetic. I don't think we'll see them for a while. Maybe towards later at some point, but not not at this point. I would love them to work it in a little bit, just to kind of give it some continuity. They do. I like the idea that they're basically fixing retconning that in a good way. You know, I hope it's a good way. If if they're going to reboot the Klingons' physiques, I would prefer it would be to fix why they always look different like from yep. film to tv show to tv show yeah the, you know it's yeah i mean the bridge looks different everything looks different the uniforms i mean it's it's uh, yeah but you know it's, um russell's been playing through super mario brothers for some reason i don't know why but when you go through the different inter- incarnations of super mario brothers you can still tell it's super mario brothers but it's just like a more Starfleet. it's like, just yeah. a more it's just a more updated version and so it's like I would very much accept an updated version of what I recognize. And they they seem to do be doing a pretty good job. I just think that sometimes they just get a little too creative and they have their own idea. And it's like, you know, I, I feel like there's still there's still boundaries to it. And especially since none of the other aliens get these kinds of facelifts. Well, they <laughs> yeah. just switch aliens. That's what they do. They just well, switch the Vulcans always around. look like Vulcans. Well, always look. Like, Andorians always look like Andorians. You know. Did well, we you notice seen that? An Andorian yet. Pretty much. Yeah. Did, they did talk about the Andorians. And though, the and yeah. Like, and the I laughed. <laughs> I laughed about that though because I was mm-hmm. like, the poor Andorians. They're just they're like the Jerry from Parks and Rec. <laughs> they're just they're the Zoidberg of the uh, of the poor. Uh, Poor Star Trek universe. Why not <laughs> trend? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but you noticed that the Klingon blood was pink. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw that. that yeah, cool. yeah, that was from Undiscovered Country yep. that we got to see. That yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yep. the floaty CGI yep, blood. Yep. Yeah. Blood. Ooh. Oh, no, I'm like, that again. I missed that. I think it's a good start. I mean, they, uh, they, they, it's. The I armor's think awesome. the thing that I thought was a little surprising to me is I. I almost wish because of what they've set up, and Angela kind of said this a little bit. I almost kind of wish they had put those two episodes out as CBS normal Maybe channel so. movie. Yeah. It should and, have been a two-hour pilot. And then I was, right, yep. and yeah. then we got this episode three because everything like they talked about it on that after trek a little bit with Goofy guy. Uh, you know that because that's going to be a big shift, and we're going to see Discovery next week from from what they said, and they showed a little preview clip for that uh, during that show that we we didn't see really last night, even in that last little bit they showed us. So it, it just seems like I, I I get the impression that we got this, but everything from now on for the rest is going to be a fairly different, you know situation and journey they kind of like all right we've thrown everything at you you know we lost a lot of ship she's she's now in you know big big you know dug herself a deep hole and now we got to dig dig our way back out of it and they didn't they didn't show that yet and i think for to get everyone really hyped about this i think just seeing these two episodes you know this talk about dark and grimness i think is kind of justified a little bit and I, and I, okay. you know, I mean, and I think, and I think that was maybe a, a better way to do it would have been to give us a two-hour show 
on yep. CBS and then showed us like, oh, but now, okay, now there's this. I, I don't know. That That's just, you know, I mean, it, uh, to me, it probably doesn't matter like, that uh, much, but. Yeah, it's sort of like New New Galactica or 04 Galactica, right? You had the yeah. miniseries and that yes. set up a whole right. bunch of stuff. But and you then know that the show the, started and it was it was a slightly different tone than the miniseries. That's was. a really like, good analogy, Joe, agreed. to bring up because that show I didn't really like the first the first whatever it was, you know. The miniseries was a bit draggy. I, I found didn't at times. I didn't I loved the show show once it really got into the show part, but I, I almost didn't watch it because I really didn't like the the miniseries that led up to it as much near not anything like the show itself. So there, Man, yeah, that that's a good that's a good comparison after, to so. make. Really. Oh, thirty three is like the best first episode uh, of any series I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and, like, and it's a, it's so really good. It's is. a really good thing to uh, to bring up because, and I think they have to be careful because obviously they want people to watch this show like anybody wants any you know product that they put mm-hmm. out to be watched on television or whatever you however you watch it these days. And to to have that big difference there, I think is a, is a bit of a I don't know. I think they would have been better to give us something else too. But. You know, it's dark, too, because of the you, we were talking about how it reflects kind of the times of today, you know, what's going on in our world, sociopolitical atmosphere. And that harkens back to TOS, too, because the Klingons back then basically represented the Soviet Union and our the Federation was basically, you know, the optimistic Americans, you know, and, you know, democracy and this the, the thought of freedom. Yeah, and, we were out to save the world. Yeah. yeah, and yep. so this is kind Save of the, the same thing, only for this time, it's like extremism. And yeah. the Klingons yep. represent that because of their, you know, their religious cult-like fanaticism. Whoever doesn't mix with us is dead. And Well, they're know. certainly saying that they want to represent what's going on in the world. So, um, yeah. And, and they're Which doing that, and that's fine. why. I think yeah. that's a that's the idea. That's what right? sci-fi is for. Yeah. I think. And I and I get upset when people say, "Oh, this isn't Star Trek because Star Trek is all about you know issues and message and blah blah blah." And that's in maybe we don't have the full message yet, but they're they're yeah. talking about stuff that matters. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree for with sure. that, but I think the only thing that kind of makes me, and this is something I've had trouble with since after TNG, is that, and I don't mind dark things and and exploring whatever, but I I've always felt like Star Trek. As and this is one of the things I kind of like about the J.J. Abrams is that they kept that kind of spirit of hope. Like I, I, I want some hope. I want some, you know, it's gonna get better. That's the thing that I've always felt has been at the core of what Star Trek is: is this idea of maybe the, you know this is a world where a lot of the things that we're worried about now are not, you know, are we've risen above them, you know, and I. I know that sounds like I'm Pollyanna, but I I like the idea of showing a little bit of hope that people who once maybe disagreed can come to some sort of um, common balance. I I don't know. I I like the idea of Star Trek being a little bit about hope, but I get it. I mean, I get I get it and I don't enjoy it any less. But there is a part of me who enjoys that little bit of, of hope for the future. But I think the thing is we don't know yet. Right. That, yeah, this is not Star Trek true. like we've had before. But before, you know, we saw Encounter at Farpoint and at the end of it, everyone was happy. And we saw, you know, the first episode, you know, we yeah. saw Emissary from I feel DS9 joy, Captain. And, I feel joy. <laughs> right. And then, you know, DS9, you know, it's a darker show. But even, the, you know, they, it ended they off. They didn't have kind these of, arcs. 
These are yeah. this is probably going to all be one gigantic, oh, gigantic yeah, art like Battlestar. Oh no! This but is one of the be things like... I was going to say that Michelle Yeoh's character is that. Am I saying it right? I'm. I yeah. apologize to any Chinese people yeah, out no, there. Yeah, I think that's correct. Um, yeah. So, what was her cap? What was the captain's name? Giorgio. Philippa. Something. Philippa. Philippa. Philippa Lavoie from TNG. Um. Anyway, I thought that she represented that hope and optimism. You know, she she wanted to do these. You know, give Starfleet doesn't shoot first. Peace, and, yeah, extend yeah. peace. But they literally and, you know, killed her, Jen. They, they did. That's where I was getting at. That's probably <laughs> why you feel it. They so killed tough. hope. Like I saw that coming. By the way, as soon as I oh, went I over there, I told Jim we were watching. I'm like, don't get too attached to her. <laughs> she's <laughs> only a special. She's a special no, guest star. I didn't realize yeah. until they were fighting, you know, she and the Klingon were fighting that that was going to happen. And I was very disappointed because I love that character. Yeah, right. well. Uh, First thing Fran said, she's not in the credits. <laughs> yeah, except, except in IMDb, she's listed in 15 episodes. And that's I don't right. know if that's a misprint. It's going to be flashbacks or, or, or something. No, Are they going to flashback her. in every episode wow. with her? But yes, I don't well, know because she's like her mom. Like, yeah, well, I, I do like mom. her character. I agree, Jen, that she's a great character, and I was kind of sad about what yeah. what happened. And yeah. I think Michael's got to deal with her con- the consequences of her actions, and so she's probably going to be. I've read that she's going to be dealing with, you know, what if she hadn't done this or done that, and would her captain still be alive? And you know, sure. she's got some issues to work through. Yeah, because I mean, you see that in, throughout the show. Like, she keeps saying, you know, I'm trying, she says, oh, I'm trying to save the crew, but she always says, I'm trying to save you and the crew. Yeah. And that's when she said that, I thought she sees her as a mom. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I'm Mother excited figure. to see the uh, Captain Lorca because the little bits I've seen, yes! that oh. guy, I, I think he's going to be great. He he and looks, he yeah. looks very I much like he's, so he's good. like. It looks to me like he, uh, he sees sort of like a, a little bit of him in, in the Michael Burnham character. Like, he doesn't seem like a total by-the-book kind of guy. And, I sort of wonder because, you know, in that, in that you know, coming up on the season, they talk about, like, something's going on on this ship. And I know Jen's seen the OA, and he's, like, kind of the crazy doctor yes. guy in there. And it's sort of like, is he running something <laughs> shady? Like, <laughs> well, I they, don't they, trust they, him Yeah, anymore. I mean, they say something like he <laughs> has, like, it. something in his past, maybe, or blah, like blah, blah. Him. But... I mean, I saw a scene yeah. where they showed him. Uh, he has like it looks like it. I don't know if it's always in the show, but he has a pet Tribble that he's petting on his desk. <laughs> has anyone seen that? Oh, that's dangerous. Which people are going to get mad. About I did see like, that. Tribbles aren't yeah. supposed to be introduced until. Well, uh, maybe you got he's Harry Mudd around. I'm sure Harry Mudd got him a Tribble somehow. Oh, I can't wait to see Rain Wilson as oh, Harry Mudd. That excited. seems. I, I'm gonna have to show Jim like the actual Harry Mudd episode. So. Before we watch that, so no, that is he going to be, be in the next looks, episode? It looks good. Uh, I'm not sure if I he's in the next okay. one or not. He's listed as like nine episodes worth, but um, yeah, no, he he looks good. Yeah, no, I, I think we're off to a good start. I mean, I, I I hope people will, you know, internet people will stop talking about the like. I It'll mean, die down. I'm starting to get the impression that some and I, you know, some of these Trek groups that I've followed for a while, I'm just kind of turning them off because. There are people that are actively like literally think this is like, you know, I'm I'm going out of my way to make everyone see how like, oh, this isn't Star Trek type of thing. And I'm like, if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. But why are you what why are you making this like uh it'll it'll your, die your down. Own I mean, personal we talked yeah. about this today in that in the chat, right? It's yeah. like TNG came out. Oh, a bald captain who's French. Wow, that's stupid. Oh, yeah, a, true. A space station. Yep. That's dumb. Oh, a woman captain. Oh, the guy from Quantum Leap. Like you know, it's 
Yeah. It's always not, not Star Trek until it is. Awesome. Haters no, going to hate. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be, it's not Star Trek until it is. But <laughs> you know what? True fans can can dislike things about Star Trek and still love it at the same time. I mean, well, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's all about, you know, whatever happened to Edic, you know, infinite diversity and infinite combinations. I mean, isn't Trek? Trek should be, you know, I that's the part that I always have the most trouble with, Jen, you know, and everyone else on the on the on Skype that is just the we're supposed to be the most open minded of people. Right. <laughs> and there's. There's a lot of them that are just like, nope, nope, that's not my Star Trek. Nope, nope, nope. And I'm yep, going to tell you, not even going to give it a I'm chance. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really, you know, I it, was this thing exactly if you know, I've I've said a few times before, if somebody handed me a bucket of money, you know, and said, make Star Trek, is this what I would have made? No. Did I still enjoy it? Yeah. You know, are sure. there things that I liked and 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 things that I didn't like? Yeah. Both. To, yes to both of those. Will I watch it? Of course. Still, you know, and it, I mean, it could have been terrible i mean seriously i mean they're and it was definitely the, not you know, terrible no no i mean these no, guys are really trying good. i think and, and they're trying to put out a good product and and i from the little bit and i hate keep referencing that silly after trek show but they did actually you know you guys should all watch it because there's a couple little references and i got the impression that this little war slash klingon arc thing is really just this season yeah i think mm. so too I oh, got good. that impression that that well, it would have yeah. to be you know, because there's already stuff in the lore about how like, yeah, yeah, it's not going to go on forever like, or something. Somehow, yeah. things something's going to get settled because because the one of the producer guys or whatever writer guys I think he was that was on the show says some so, says something like you know you know reflecting the current times and and they're going to have to decide how to handle this. Do they just fight it out? Do they come to a compromise? You know, between the Klingons of the Federation or or what happens? So. So Maybe that's, that's where you know, the hope factors in. Yeah, I think you so. You know, in the yeah. end, in the conclusion, because, you know, we kind of oh, need we that. Up, we, we need that in reality. Well, obviously, they we can't blow, each, up, blow each other right, up because Klingons yeah. and, and Federation yeah. are still around. So, you know, you, you, you can only do so much in twisting canon, and you can't, you know, you can't go too far with rewriting that whole thing. Even if it was, yeah. you know... Whichever JJ verse or normal prime universe it is in, you you know both of them still have to be around. So, mm-hmm. um, well, let's just wind it down. It's been an hour and a half almost. And anybody yep. else have any last little bits that they wanted to throw in? Did you know that they like, didn't like, or whatever? I like the uniforms. I, I kind of like it's the uniforms. Be, it's gonna be the costumes very hard to cosplay. Exactly. It is Idiot a little. Yeah, it, it is a little. That that Properly. whole stuff on the sides is kind of uh, you know. You I don't... honestly, it looks. You know what I noticed about that costuming? Completely costuming note is that it looks good in pictures. It looks better standing still than it does while they're moving. That's my. Weird yeah, opinion. I agree. Well, with I do you like actually. that they I finally it. have like yeah. you know, things they put on when they go to a planet or to a hostile yeah. place well, that's like armored a little bit. Quite right on the yeah, sides. That, it, it, that's it, fine. It, the fabric is different on the sides, and I noticed a couple times where when you got a side shot of somebody, it doesn't fold like doesn't like normal right. clothing Again, would. It looks perfect if you place it and take a photo of it. Yeah, but and it looks good more the... from the front or just a slight angle than it does right. from the side completely. From the side, it looks like they're wearing like almost a spacesuit. 
kind of a. You know. I wouldn't be surprised if they update the uniforms every season because they remember could. the scant yeah. skirts the men wore in the first season of Star Trek. Yeah, they and never ev- saw every those again. Series, every yeah. series except Voyager because they couldn't. They, well, they could tweak the them a little like bit. Yeah. And 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 they've they've been throwing this out there of this idea that they are going to if the you know the show goes on and continues and so forth that they said that they're going to try to make it fuse or or segue more into the way TOS was so maybe oh, they good. maybe they will start to look you know have more just you know the three color type uniforms or well, some some I mean if they can do of, what they did in Rogue One that I thought Rogue One did a good job doing that of making segue. it look like I felt like there was place. a segue there yeah. where it felt like a modern movie but then when they went onto the Corvette then it then it you all still switched. felt like you yeah. were but there the, I think that the challenge with that is that Star Wars didn't look 70s. That's yeah, right. It's always timeless. Whereas Star Trek did look 60s. TOS. Yeah, yeah. to well, a degree. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah. I mean, one was a move. One was a super. You know, a, a movie. Well, the and whole, one was you know, TV show. And... It's been said of before, but you know, the the whole reason that the original series is so colorful was that's when color TV started. Color so, TV. So the whole right. point yeah. of that was not so now with these colors with a million jillion little pixels and everything that can show you every hue. They, they don't want to like, oh, you don't need a primary red in your face and a primary, you know, yellow, whatever. Right. No. And that's so actually like one of the versions of that without yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, you well, just, if they you do it in the, it in, the, in the JJ movies, it works. Yeah, exactly. In the JJ movies. I like that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you, know, you mute the colors a little more, but they're the same, you know. Mm. But uh, yeah, two little, two last little points. The first one being that this is, I wanted to confirm, this is 10 years before TOS. Yeah, yes. right. Yep. So 10 yeah. years before TOS to me means that Spock is in Starfleet, more likely yes. than not. Yes. Kirk is also more likely than not in Starfleet. And yeah, and the Enterprise is around under probably Pike. Yep. 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 Pike or, or, or Captain April. Or Captain April. Should be yes. Pike yeah. Because, I brought up this. Yeah. Yes, love Captain April. I would love for number one to make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then the other thing is, I think, outside of, obviously, Rick and Amy and maybe Jen and Angela, last time Star Trek was on TV, none of us were friends. Hey. Oh, that's true. I really enjoyed <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying experience. none of us were alive. <laughs> no. I was just going to say, I really enjoyed experiencing this with all of you guys on Messenger last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was fun. Yeah, that maybe was we'll fun. have to yeah. do that again uh-huh. uh, as the uh, weeks go on. That, w- that was fun. That's yeah. fine with me. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I did notice one one last thing I was gonna say too is is that watching the second episode uh, uh, with the all access thing, even though I bought the whatever the low with the commercials, not nearly as many commercials as regular primetime no. TV. Oh, no, it's like a, a manageable amount. Like like Fran you know. actually said, if you're ever watching it on TV again, I'm not watching it. With you. <laughs> this is too painful. Yeah, it's it's like you almost if you saw that comparison, you'd almost go, oh, please put it just put it on CBS All Access. I'm fine with that because, yeah, yeah that the primetime regular then it would network. be your choice. No, it's 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 just it was just the you know, and I've watched things like on Hulu and and, and other stuff that has whatever they call it limited commercials. Limited commercial interruption. That that's a livable <laughs> amount. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not like it, it's a big difference between that and network. Network is just like, oh. It was literally 10 minutes of show me. and then 5 minutes of commercials. It's killing. It was horrible. Yeah. So that that's one little plus I thought. I mean, I don't, I don't I don't know if I necessarily need the no commercial CBS all access. Also, I don't So we don't have to worry about the football games. 
Yeah, that's true. Not exactly. anymore. At least now they're gonna come out. Like that was that was awful when I was like, oh no, I'm in Canada. They're not gonna they're not gonna preempt. I'm glad the, it didn't go too here. long. It was only an extra whatever twenty five minutes or something. But yeah, that would yeah. have been. <laughs> it's just like because oh, we have. Because I'm sitting here on the on the west coast, sitting here going, uh, "Is it gonna get in the feed here, or what's gonna happen?" You guys are. Oh, you have to wait three in. hours. <laughs> I'm like what? No, I actually got it. But it was about quarter to. Uh, about 45 minutes later than they said it would be. Well, yeah, and they started to so advertise, like, the first commercial break on the network, the episode one. They started to advertise, hey, go to CBS All Access, and you can watch episode yeah. two right now. And I'm like, I haven't even seen the first episode. Why are you advertising? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny that they were already. Uh, in, in- yeah, and I got confused because we had football on CTV beforehand, but it ended. Whatever game was on that we were following, and yet we were it was NFL. So, you know, I just always we joke with uh, with sports people and sports fans and say, aren't there like a million sports cable channels? Why is it still on a network, you know, like television <laughs> thing it's a big game? Money. It's a big, it's I know it's game. all about the money, but uh, <laughs> hey, Stupid yeah, football. You wonder it's money or lawyers. Right. <laughs> if, if you ever You're right, Angela. Stupid, you're if stupid right. is ever happening, yeah, the reason is money or lawyers. Money or lawyers. Hey, that's probably true. It's yep. true. It's true. Hey, Except hey, like, you guys, this was, doing that? this was uh, <laughs> this was great. We'll we'll have to do this again maybe. Uh, if people don't know, I think another time, a good time to do this would be they're only going to do eight episodes, I believe. Then there's going to be about a one-month break, roughly. Right, sort of off for the yeah, holidays. It's going to get us to, like, end of 2. November, 0. whatever that'll be. I think it'll be about the end of November. And then it'll be off like through the holidays, sorta. and then it yeah. comes back in January for the back last seven episodes. So maybe we'll, after the first eight, we could jump on Skype sure. and talk about that. Roundup. I don't know. It'll okay. be interesting to know if they have a real distinct break at that point in the in the story, or if it just like goes, a mid-season oh. finale sort of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Okay, All right, Rico. I, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm going to put out. I'm going to put out a prediction. Go ahead. They're all going to die, right? At Just the end like of this entire one. story arc, they're going to end the Federation Klingon War at Organia. Oh. Ah, okay. We need the Organian peace treaty. You think so? I yep. think so. That I mean, if they really did it, they could probably figure out how to make that work so that Maybe. the arc ends with the Organian peace treaty because that's how we got to peace with the with the Klingons. Yeah, when it when it was when it was well, they they got forced into it, you know. Exactly. I think they're going to have a tenuous kind of peace, you know, in the meantime for the the remainder of. Well, we're still ten years away from that, roughly. Right, because in TOS it was sort of like Cold War. It was first season when it happened. Oh, I see what you're saying. So we'll see. I can see that. All right, everyone. Thanks. Uh, I will talk to you guys all again soon. It was great, and uh, hey, Star Trek's back. So. So uh, more well, episodes, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm looking forward to next week and, and another whatever amount of money they're spending each week on this thing. So uh, <laughs> spend it all. It's if, all good. If, if it's like costing them like you know Game of Thrones and millions of dollars, they can have my little five ninety nine. So uh, yeah, I bought like right. one of the buttons or clips on somebody's you know below deck uniform is what I figure <laughs> I, I paid for maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye, everybody.
This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.